This is the Fit Fun Father podcast with your host, Michael Sobkew. In the podcast, we dive deep into health, fitness, and the ultimate goal to be the happiest person you can be. Growing through adverse, challenging times to prosper through and take the learnings of the challenges we faced before and after and throughout our lives. People, this is an exciting podcast with a multitude of fantastic guests, topics, how-tos, everything you need to help improve your life one step at a time. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Fit Fun Father podcast. At the time of this recording, we are going into the weekend of the 26th of October. We're getting closer to Halloween. I hope everybody is responsible, plays safely while enjoying your Halloween festivities. With getting into that, I want to introduce an amazing guest, Mr. Dan Poulter. He is a personal trainer who has coached thousands of people on the gym floor and has now made his transition over to the online fitness coaching space. He also does business development for other aspiring online coaches so that we can collectively reach as many people as we can to help them achieve their goals. In this episode, we discuss everything from the journey that Dan took to get him to where he's at. We dive into anxiety, something that both of us struggle with. I know if you're listening and you struggle with anxiety, this is absolutely the episode you want to listen to. And then at the end, we get into fatherhood, something obviously a staple in my life and important to me as well. It's also important to Dan. Dan is killing it right now. Guys, you need to listen to this episode. So without further ado, here is Dan Poulter. Dan, what's happening, man? How you do today? I'm good, buddy. Remind me, what time is it with you? What time? It is 11.30 a.m., so it's, what, 6.30 p.m. there? So, your day, yeah, your day's kicking off. Mine's kind of slowly drawing to the end. It's about half six, yeah. Awesome. How's your day been? Busy? Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been good. It's been busy, as always, but good busy. Um, I've trained, trained some clients, uh, done some online bits. Yeah, all in all, been a good day. Beauty. Perfect. So Dan, uh, for the, for all those listening out there. Um, so just a little bit of a background, uh, you and I met through the mastermind program. Uh, you're one of yep. my business coaches helping me kind of, um, escalate my online business, get me kind of out there. Um, but what I really want to kind of go in through is how you, where you started with this, this whole fitness journey right from the beginning and then okay. kind of led you to where you are now. Okay. Um, so in terms of my own sort of the fitness side of things, let, let's kind of, you know, put business to one side for a second. All I used to do was swimming. Uh, I didn't do any gym. I was skinny, scrawny, thin. I, I, my, you know, I barely ate anything, you know, within reason. Um, I, I just, you know, wasn't eating enough versus how much I was training. And um, it got to a point that my swimming coach was like, you know what, Dan? you would be such a better swimmer. You would win more races. You would get more first places if you were to um, gain some size, build some muscle and eat more. Uh, the last thing I wanted to do was get in the gym. I had the whole sort of insecurity of feeling skinny and small. 
Uh, but luckily, um, a coach forced me in there. I actually found my love for the weights. And then actually, it, in turn, ended up doing more of the gym and less of the swimming. And then kind of went uh, more into the, the gym and the, um, the bodybuilding world. And then kind of turned my back on swimming. And then I've been sort of lifting weights ever since. So that's kind of how I got started and, and right up to where I am even now. Cool, cool. And on the so you're obviously a personal trainer. What what like I know at my age, like I'm 41. I don't know why it's taking me this long to be like, hey, I guess that's just the path that we we follow in life where I'm actually just I'm beginning. So I want to kind of pick your brain on maybe a couple things. Uh, you know, how you got started uh, doing the personal training thing on the floor, one-to-one. Um, and then I'm going to kind of ask you, like, maybe your advice to me, who's not only venturing into the online space, but I'm actually venturing into the on-the-floor space, uh, something I want to do in the okay. next coming yeah. months. So I guess much like yourself, um, and obviously I know you, so I, I know the, the answer to this, but off the back of all the incredible, amazing things that have happened in my life from being in fitness, from improving my body and all the confidence that comes with it, that's what made me go, you know what, I want to give this to other people. I want to share this. And that's essentially where I went from just training for myself to being like, you know what, other people need to experience how cool this is, like how great I feel after every session after 12 weeks, after 12 months of training, looking different, feeling different, having people comment, people saying that I'm walking differently, speaking differently, everything was just getting better. So I guess that was what made me go, you know what, I really need to give back and I want to help other people. And again, much like yourself, I really have a passion for not just helping people, but also I love solving problems. And that's, I guess, why I've come, come, come more and more into the, the, the business space because I love that problem solving element that you get, you know, someone's got a problem with leads or retention or sales. And I like trying to come up with a solution. And so that's worked quite well. So in terms of that's why I got into the training Um, and then on the gym floor, I quite quickly found myself getting busy just from the fact that I was willing to speak to people again, try and provide a solution. And then, and in turn start working with people, obviously on a paid basis, filling up my books right up to the point where, where I'm kind of, what, 12 years later of doing this from 18 to almost, to almost 30. Um, I've actually only got eight days left in the gym. I've been in for almost a decade before I um, come away from personal training here and just do a lot less of that and a lot more of my online training. Super cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've, I've got a vision for where I want to go and uh, I, you know, on the online thing, you're probably the most, um, consistent social media person that I know, and you've got the formula down to a science. And I think a lot of us are trying to play a little bit of catch up when it comes to that. Um, you know, going through, um, the motions to get, you know, to the PT part of it, maybe because I'm doing this a little bit in reverse, maybe than a lot of people are, we're kind of entering the online space, you know, I've got you to help me and assist getting through the business part of things. What can I take from this and push it into like the, the one-on-one stuff when I do get into that gym environment, which I've never been in before. So 
that's going to be so the big one is the big one i see for you and for for anyone potentially listening who wants to either become a personal trainer is one wants to become a busier one a more successful one wants to move online wants to grow their their business or any business for that matter um it's just getting into more conversations but making sure those conversations have a purpose and also lead to something so you know i i've seen personal trainers come and go over the years and they've been great at getting into conversations, but there's never been any end product. So they haven't been booking people in for taster sessions off the back of it. They're not having conversations about their training. They're having conversations about the weather. Or did you see the game on Saturday night? They're right. not getting into conversations where they're then taking someone through um, into a consultation or getting them to exchange a number or fill out a form or exchange emails or go follow them on their social media or go listen to their podcast. That's where people often fall down. So my biggest bit of advice to you or anyone listening would be to make sure, great, it's great having those conversations, but are they leading somewhere? Are you booking people in for some form of official secondary interaction where it's a bit more formal and it's more about the coaching, not just about the weather, the football, I like your trainers, um, just like a generic conversation does that make sense yeah no for sure and i think uh on that too for those listening that are potential clients or those that are looking to kind of start their fitness journey i think to give the perspective from the coach and that we're talking about this is we all know i know when i get out of bed that i can help the majority of people reach their goals i i know that you know that it's just there's the fitness industry has has this big this stigma on it, and a lot of people that I talk to are like, oh, "Okay, where's my new nutrition? Yeah, you're gonna give me a nutrition plan, and yeah, yeah, I've been through this before." But we genuinely take this to another level. Like this is, we want to ultimately arm our clients with the tools they need to live a long, healthy, prosperous life, and and be able to make decisions on their own or you know, as life kind of comes up and, and events or maybe adversity, whatever it may be, that we we're arming our clients with the with the opportunity to make decisions, healthy, smart decisions. And that's really it's a mental thing too. It's like change it's getting people to kind of buy into themselves and allow us to kind of provide them that knowledge. I find it very difficult, um, to be honest. That's something too, you know, Dan, maybe from your experience on, on, you know, what it is you tell clients. Um, I know the answer to this. This is more for those out there. That's going to help yep. them make that, that, that decision to kind of enter that health and fitness journey. So for me, I, and I'm much like I'm, I'm sure you do with your own clients and we'll be doing more of these guys on the gym floor is just getting people to think a little bit deeper than just the the initial reason why they think they're reaching out to you so let's say they say to you right um okay uh, mike what i want to do is i want to lose weight and i'll say cool but why and they're like oh well because obviously you know um, i don't like being the weight that i am now and i say cool so but tell me why and you go deeper and then you go a little bit deeper and then it's like you find out they've always been overweight and then you find out they got bullied as a kid for being overweight and then you find out that their confidence is super low. And actually, it's not just because they got bullied as a kid for being overweight. They want to get a new job and they don't feel confident going into an interview because their self-esteem is low because they, they feel that they're overweight. So I think for a lot of people, it's 
getting to the deeper root cause as to why they've even reached out for a coach in the first place um, and making them aware of the real reason why they want to see a change so that if and when motivation starts to drop, you can tap back into that desire to want more um, and, and to achieve the bigger, more important goal. Yeah, to grow as a human being and to you know, yeah. take some of those pain points. That, uh, we all have them. Uh, you know, we've all been through some sort of adversity or something that's made us make that change. Um, you know, I know with myself, you know, I expressed it in, in the first episode where I'm, you know, you know, overweight and divorced and, you know, emotionally broke, financially broke. And in a point where I'm like, if I'm going to have any sort of success, I need to kind of get myself in shape, turn the needle and improve. And I think it's just this, it's important for people, I think, to know too, and correct me if I'm wrong, is this a subtle changes moving in that right direction? I mean, we can all put somebody on a 500 to 800 calorie a day diet and have them run three hours a day. And sure, they're going to lose 30 pounds. We're probably going to mess their metabolism to hell. Um, and it, and it, what it, what at the end of the day, what's going to happen as a result of it is you're probably going to have that rebound effect or, or something even worse where we really want to make those subtle changes and, and push people towards, you know, gradually becoming it becoming habit forming as well. I think, I think people also, they want that quick fix and what I always have to remind my clients and this, again, this applies for fitness, business, whatever you're listening, what you, you can take it from this, what you want is there's an element of something that I call like a, a lag effect. So it's like, okay, I, I weigh myself on a Monday, I put in all this effort and then um, I still weigh the same. I still look the same towards the end of the week. And whereas, and then what people do is they lose motivation and they stop. Whereas because of the lag effect, you don't get a, an instant result based on the, the work you put in with your body. Um, other than you know the endorphins and the feeling you might get in terms of what you see in the mirror that's not going to necessarily change straight away and I think this is what people often struggle with uh, this kind of they want that instant gratification rather than sort of knowing that and trusting the process that the results are going to come they're just not they just haven't come yet yeah I think we 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 quickly forget that we we actually have that in all aspects of our lives you know when we you know prime example we learned to crawl before we learned to walk and yep. that happened over us stumbling multiple times. And, and I think that's just the easiest way to say like, no matter what you do or what you aspire to do, if you don't put in the hard work and be consistent with it, it's just, it disappears fairly quickly. Um, I think, I, I think that that's something though that, you and I and, and all of us kind of, again, you kind of condition yourself over time to kind of take the highs and the lows, whether it be with fitness or business. And um, I think that especially if anyone listening to this is currently kind of going through a period of low motivation, just reminding them that we all go through these periods. I think people look at us coaches and trainers like we're just on it all the time. And in quotation marks, it's easy for you because this is just what you do. But we're all human. And we all go through our ups, you know, ups and downs and highs and lows of where, you know, we struggle to get in the gym or we, you know, we could easily see a client or, or, or do something on social media rather than go to the gym. But you just have to make the time for stuff that's important for you. And, and it is all about making time 
you know, when people say they don't have time, I always remind them it's just that you're not making the time yeah. for whatever it is you want to do. Yeah, and I mean, if, if everything was easy, I, I think it would be boring to a degree. And this yes. is something that I'm always yes. constantly scratching my head when people just, they, they go through their regular, I think we want to get, we want to be comfortable, but it's like, if you don't have, I mean, every challenge that you face, there's, there's another end to it. Like it's anytime you go through something difficult, you know, it's, it's, you're, you're going to get through it at some point or another. And it's usually, I'd say nine times out of 10, if not 10 out of 10, it's going to make you a better person in one way or another. And, yep. you know, it, people are so willing to do it in other aspects of their lives and the fitness part of it, the health, the, the body that you're in, you have to live with until you die. We neglect so easily. And it's just, it's, it's, it's mind boggling how we, we I think put- it's, yeah, it's beyond me that people even see it as an option to not look after their body as humans that's why I find my blown. <laughs> like, you know, it's like you're, this is, this is our, this should be our only option to, to, to live a kind of a life where you are somewhat health conscious because without your health, you're, you're, you're nothing really. Um, uh, so uh, yeah, I, I'm completely in agreement with that. Yeah. It's, it's, I guess perspective is, is, uh, something that, People sometimes when they're going through their day to day don't understand like, you know, people often chase for, for an example, money, you know, how much money can I make, get the great job, buy the house, buy the car, you know, have all the toys and, and they kind of put the blinders onto everything else. Here's a really big rude awakening for a lot of people. You can go from a lot of money to having absolutely nothing in, in a, in a heartbeat. Uh, I know firsthand what that's like. And unless I guess you've gone through something like that, you have to really understand that you can always make money and you can always, you know, go out and get a job if you had to and survive in some means or another. But if you don't have your health and you're not, and you're not, you know, implementing, you know, exercise, good nutrition, things like that in your life, the end result isn't losing money from the bank account. It's, you know, bad health or you're in pain or you're in the hospital or, or worse, you're dead. And, um, I don't know. We, we really, we really have a hard time prioritizing those things, changing this a little bit, Dan, because I know I struggle with this lots. Um, and I want you to kind of give me your take on it. Anxiety. Uh, where do we begin? <laughs> yeah, I know this is the craziest thing. So, a little backstory for me: um, I have a form of anxiety that always creeps up from time to time, where I I fear the unknown. So I'm always looking at tomorrow. What is you know instead of spending a lot of my time in today. In fact, you know maybe a listener has this, and this is the great thing that we're going to talk about because I hope the the audience can relate with this, and and we we bring some value and, and hopefully calm some people down. I remember getting anxiety so bad that it, I would think about if my girlfriend would, I think she's going to dump me because she hasn't talked to me in three hours and then I'm going to get dumped. I'm probably going to lose my job as a result of losing my job. I'll have no money and I'm going to end up on the street. 
Now, people, if you're listening and you're laughing, I wasn't laughing. That was the true God honest thought process. While this thought was going in my mind, I literally burnt, you know, dinner because I wasn't focused on cooking. I was focused on these, this thought process. That's an extreme measure for me. Um, but it does creep up from time to time. Dan, what is your experience with anxiety and, and how are you coping with that? So I thought I was good <laughs> until about two years ago, roughly. I was on a course. I was on a, I was on actually, funnily enough, a, a mastermind, a business course. And it was a six month course. And every month we used to meet a hotel for uh, a day. And we were about two months in and we were in the middle of like quite a deep, deep session of kind of talking about, um, you know, where we were going, what, we, you know, where our businesses were at, what our big goals were. It was all very big stuff, really important stuff. And I'm glad we, we tackled it in a sense, but it was really intense. And I found myself sitting in this, um, in this room starting to kind of like zone out a little bit i can't really describe it too well other than the fact of just if you've ever been um you know what if you've ever noticed i don't know if you drink like um, okay i'm a little bit drunk now <laughs> yeah and like you kind of think like okay i need to probably have a water it was kind of like this weird kind of like that kind of feeling combined with like struggling to swallow um i found that like um i was very aware of like my heart rate my chest was a bit tight. I was like, what's going on? You know, I just, I, I, I never experienced anything like this. So anyway, I sat there and I kind of embraced it. I endured it. And then it got to about lunchtime and we, we left this room and went downstairs to sit and eat. And then I find myself eating. And again, this, this, this feeling's coming back. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I just found myself um, standing up in the middle of this meal. There was about 12 people at this massive table. I was kind of in the middle of this table. I found myself standing up and being like, I need to get out of this room right now. I do not feel right. So I got up, I took myself outside. As soon as I hit the fresh air outside, the panic kicked in, um, the, the irrational thoughts. And it was all about, am I having a heart attack? Um, you know, I can't breathe. What, what the hell's going wrong? And um, luckily I called a, a friend who encouraged me, as you can imagine, to go back inside and grab this guy, Mark, Mark was the guy that was running the, uh, the mastermind. He was like, go get Mark. So I went back inside. I walk up to the table. I look at Mark. I said, Mark, can I grab you for a second? He's like, buddy, I'm, I'm eating. You're like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm not okay. I need you to come outside. And I think he only had to take one look at my face to be like, this guy does not look right. <laughs> so he came outside with me and I'm saying to him, Mark, I think I'm having a full-blown heart attack I, I think like my chest is I don't know what the hell's going on I've never felt anything like this before and then he just said to me I remember him just saying to me that he's like Dan you're not having a heart attack there's nothing wrong with you you're having a, a panic attack or an anxiety attack and I was like what like no that's not me that's not something that happens to me it's definitely physical and then before I knew it kind of 10 minutes went by of him calming me down I was changing the subject whatever and then I was kind of back to normal and then laughing and joking and kind of said, Oh my God, that, that, that must've been what it was. Um, this went away. Um, I drove home and then I thought, I thought it was just a one-off, but then what happened was 
this started happening in this 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 sensation of like a you know anxiety attack was happening like in the shower as I drove to work if I got stuck in traffic um even in the gym maybe during a session it would happen when I was making food on my own in the staff room at work it might happen when I was driving home from work it would maybe even happen when I woke up in the middle of the night and this was going on for like months months and months and months and um yeah it got really bad it got really bad wow how did you learn to suppress it or what kind of tools did you use to kind of get through it or how are you um i know for me it was i always put i always have to go back to perspective like i always think first thing i think when i get into those modes is nope good good support group okay things are fine roof over my head i'm there's things are. i'm going to get through these problems oh i went through this in the past it's okay i, I work through it I kind of bring myself to all those really shitty spots and understand that I got through them and that kind of helped me. What kind of helped you or is helping you get through uh, that? That's crazy. So I, I think myself lucky that my, my mum more so than my dad, uh, but my mum mainly is, um, is a real talker. You know, and she would always, when we were younger, be like, you know, if she knew something was up, she would never let it go. Like, she was like, like a dog with a bone. She'd be like, are you okay? And I'd be like, yeah. She'd be like, are you sure? I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Like, you, you don't seem right. No, no, I'm fine. No, no, honestly, Dan, there's something up. And then I'd, you know, like, she would always be so good at getting out of me. And then that allowed me to kind of be someone that can, like, wear my heart on my sleeve. And I'm, I'm all about talking and sharing. And I, I don't hold anything back. And I'm not scared to share this story with anyone. Um, so I think I think myself lucky that I I opened up to people early on. So as soon as I experienced this, as proven, I called my friend right in that time of need, and then I told Ellie, my fiance, and then I um, told my client at the gym the next time I saw them. And I I was willing to I kind of like I would urge anyone listening to talk for one, but kind of talk I kind of talked it to death. I kind of talked it to the point where I was like I was so sick of talking about it. I was kind of like. I don't even want or need to talk about it anymore. So I'd urge you or anyone to just reach out to anyone in your network because so many people I found were giving me this incredible advice that I didn't even know had experienced similar, similar situations themselves. Um, had I not said anything, I would never have known what kind of support I had around me. And that's when I realized who my true friends were and who my true sort of support network really was. Yeah. Yeah, I think oftentimes, you know, even with with anything, you know, this is a good way to look at even in fitness for coaching is we often think we can do a lot of these things on our on our own. And even when we have the tools to do it, I know even myself, um, it's hard for that accountability thing. And, and, you know, when we struggle with stuff and we reach out to other people, whether it's, you know, help with, you know, something we're dealing with, like anxiety or our fitness, or we have a question about business, whatever it may be, we can't do this on our own. Like, it's just not feasible to just think that you can go at it all by yourself. There's just too many. And when you have a good support network like that, it really helps in developing and allowing the person to say, I don't know something. You know, anytime I have an issue with, 
um, anything personal that's going on, I always reach out to, you know, I've got my son or my girlfriend or my parents, uh, you know, and it, it allows me to just really understand that that's okay to be in that position at that point in time. And, and it's really all about the journey and, and learning and express ourselves and getting through that. And on that, I kind of want to go back into the coaching part of it because this, this is what we do. Um, those listening uh, or have heard uh, Dan or myself, um, Dan, your podcast, I'm going to put the link. You've got a podcast. People need to listen yep. to. I'm going to put all the links in my show notes so that everybody has full access to all of our stuff. Um, is I kind of lost my train of thought there for a second. <laughs> I was like, I'm talking That's and good. now I'm just like, and then just the lights went out. So people, the lights went out in my head. If you're listening to this, don't shut the, the radio off yet. I'll, I'll get my train of thought back. He's still here. He's still I'm, here. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still here. I'm um, coaching the importance of coaching. Now as a fitness coach, as a mentor, as somebody I hope that can inspire other people, I think it's, I think it's important that people understand that I have multiple coaches that coach me, you being one of them, uh, Chris yep. being another. And then of course I have uh, Wade doing my fitness uh, coaching right now. Cause we're going to get this little chubby monkey into fit, tip, tip, tip <laughs> shape, I guess is cover model shape. So I'm, I'm super excited about that. But what, what are your, Tell, tell the audience listening the importance of coaching from, from Dan's perspective. So I feel like people don't even realize that we've been getting coached all our life. And to think that we ever wouldn't continue to need some form of coaching is just our own ignorance or naivety. So what I mean by that is you, Mike, you coach your dad as in, you know, whether it's life coaching, business coaching, love doctor coaching as he moves into dating and all that kind of world and and the same applies for every aspect of our life teachers um you know as we grow up mentoring us and all the rest of it so it's just making sure that people are aware that you've got coaches around you all the time you know your friends will coach you through certain situations your parents will coach you through certain situations you'll be coaching other people we all are constantly coaching one another it's just making sure that you know you have someone for a specific uh, element of your life at any given time that you can call upon for business or fitness or whatever. And I definitely think in terms of, especially with fitness specifically and, and kind of, you know, focusing on that one just for a second and um, people underestimate that the element of accountability and how powerful that is. And the sheer fact that knowledge alone isn't isn't good enough you know you can you can youtube all the same advice that your coach will give you you can download the workout plans for free on bodybuilding.com go ahead do it give it a try i know people have but without the accountability of your coach checking in with you motivating when you get down um you know making sure you're implementing the advice that you're, you're you've been provided only then do you truly see a massive change and, and and that's what i'm doing with you with business and that's what wade will be doing with your fitness and that's what you do with your fitness clients it's the accountability for me is the most important element of the um of the coaching process yeah 100 percent. And, and for those listening the the importance of it is huge the value of it is huge uh you know to achieving those goals and and staying within the 
the guidelines of what it is you're trying to achieve. And, you know, it's also gaining that network or that, that support group. So you have the coaching part of it, you know, as a lot of people would look or think about coaching. And I know some people are out there like, Oh God, it's a service I have to pay for. They're just going to give me some nutrition plan and exercise. And then they're going to call me in a month and whatever. Really. There is that that exists. Unfortunately, there's a lot of that. I think that exists. Um, but there for what we're doing for what I'm doing, this is like, I, and I said this yesterday on, on another podcast, honest to God, Dan, I would do this for fucking free if I could afford to, I really would. Like I really would genuinely spend all day assisting people with coaching for free. If I, you know what I mean? Um, oh, hundred percent. Because I love doing it and I want to see people succeed and reach their goals and go through that process that brings me back to my process and, and yours and everybody else that does this. It's just, it's utterly important that if you're struggling or you are needing to get to that next level, or you're looking to lose weight or build confidence. I mean, that all comes together. The things that come out of it as well that you don't realize or you don't think of is is amazing you know the people that you network with and those those um you know giving somebody else a a, a big hooray you know how many people come to me yeah. and said hey you know like mike you're doing really good and i'm thinking well i'm you know i'm looking at it from trying to give help to others but i'm also receiving it from those same people and it uh it's it's generally a wonderful thing to go through and uh, i i couldn't be it, it feels like win 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 for everyone right it totally does. It's a, it's a complete win-win for, for everybody. Um, it's just getting, you know, bettering yourself as a human being and, and doing, you know, with me, with, with being a dad, the fit fun father, uh, brand is, is the ability to show myself enough respect by treating my body, my nutrition, my fitness as a top priority. And those around me get to benefit as a result, you know, Dan, with you and what you do, you've got your wife, you've got your so your network around you, you've got all the people, all the people that you used to train probably cheer you on just as much as the people that you know you look up to or aspire to be. And I think that's that's fantastic. Um let's go. I want to like I love this question. I wanna I I kind of pick the brain of everybody when I do this is what fulfills Dan's life? What is it about what you do in your perception, Dan, that just gives you that fulfillment or is going to provide you with lifelong fulfillment? I know it's a loaded question. Answer it yeah. however you will. But I think it's it's something that everybody, when I listen to a podcast or I'm listening to somebody, I always want to hear what, what drives them. Um, and so maybe there's... Okay. Yeah. So... I, I'm so jealous of the fact that you have a son and you're a father, right? And I really, really hope and pray that come the time that my, my partner and I want to have kids, that I'm able to do so, and we go on to have, you know, at least one, if not maybe more, healthy children. And um, a massive, massive goal for me in life is to be able to be a father. Um, awesome. So, you know, me 
interacting with you and other dads and kind of seeing the, the joy you get from being able to leave a legacy, uh, give back, teach on, learn from your mistakes, learn from your triumphs. Um, that's what's exciting for me. So in terms of like fulfillment, I feel like it's something, it's kind of hard to say because at the same time, I feel like I haven't experienced it yet. So I, I can imagine how incredible it's going to be. So for me, that's a big part of like the drive and motivation for why I grow my own brand, my own business, why I help people. The ability to actually then go on and, and set myself up in a position that I can be a father in the same way that my dad was to me and my, my mum as well. You know, be a parent that I can give the, the, the same quality of life that they gave for me. So for me, it's, it, that's a massive drive in terms of fulfillment. And, and along the way, if I can become financially free and earn money helping other people improve their lives, then I'm laughing. Because at the end of the day, I've been told this many times before, I could easily go into London town, find a sales job. I'm very good at sales, very good at selling. And I could make triple, if not quadruple, what I'm currently making now. Not that I'm not doing well for myself. I could be making even more money if I was just money-driven selling. But there's no fulfillment in that. It's just like in and out, like a conveyor belt. Whereas what I do now and what I enjoy about what I do now, what I know I'm going to continue to enjoy for as long as I'm in the coaching space, whether that's business, life coaching, um, fitness coaching, it's that element of helping people improve their lives and go on and be parents themselves and go on and leave a legacy themselves. So I, I just like seeing us all to win. And that's a massive element of me. So in terms of fulfillment, there's, there's still, I feel like there's a lot to come, even just the fact that I'm getting married and under three weeks time now and that's kind of you know that's a, that's another big sort of milestone goal for me um with hopefully then moving on to having kids and, and then creating my own family but um that's where i'm at with my fulfillment that's that's awesome and it's uh it is a wonderful feeling to have that um it grounds me you know dan could have very easily said and, and no doubt in my mind he's going to get there he's well i want to make a million bucks or i want it really has nothing to do with the money i think you know it's spot on when you say that you you're doing what you love you're putting all the time and effort and passion into helping others and really everything else whatever dollar figure you make comes as a result of what you do and that's really not the important part of it um that family aspect, you know, you're getting married. Congratulations. That's awesome. Um, and having kids, it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a crazy feeling. It's definitely something that pushes me when I, when I, um, when I got divorced, not to flip the subject into, this is actually a really good positive. I was away from my child for probably two years. I didn't see him very often. He was with his mom. Wow. Wow. Um, it's a heartbreaking thing to go through. Uh, but I told myself every day that I was going to eventually um, come through this and be a good dad. My son lives with me full time now on his own accord. I spend countless hours being frustrated with, posting on social media or trying to tell a client they've got to, you know, fill out a type form or, you know, editing a podcast. And I always get my son, he'll come out of his room and he'll give me a thumbs up and he'll say, you know what, dad, I'm real proud of you. You're doing really good. And I can see wow. it on your face. 
and for your own child, for somebody that you spend years raising, and then for my own um, story, um, spent years, and I'm going to put it bluntly, uh, in a vulnerable way, neglecting when I was in a, in a very toxic environment with my ex-wife where there was a lot of arguing and a lot of distance and my son had to endure a lot of that. I, I went through um, some difficult times and then thinking, you know, as I raise this child, as he gets to be an adult or he's close to being an adult, that him and I have this, this respect for each other, um, not only as friends, but as a father and a son, as a mentor and a teacher and a coach. And there's no greater feeling on the planet than having that feedback from somebody you created and raised. Um, it's, a, it's quite a different, quite a different feeling for sure. And, uh, yeah, that's my that's my This is just rant. this is just um solidifying why it is that my my you know, I want that. <laughs> yeah. Because I yeah, I just think it's incredible. And um yeah, I know it's not for everyone and I get that and that's fine. But it it just it just feels right for me right now. And that's that's something it's always been a dream of mine. So um and that's testament to having good parents as well and, 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 and you know, them supporting me and, and me wanting to give back and do the same. So uh, I completely, I completely can resonate with what you're saying about how incredible that must feel. And I really hope I get that. Yeah, it is. Um, and then if you're listening to this and you're already a parent or you're, you've got family or whatever it may be, maybe it's just a friend. I know not everybody here has access to their family the same or don't, or, or whatever that situation may be. Whoever it is you hold on to, whoever it is that gives you support, challenge you to let them know spend as much time as you can with them and do what you enjoy doing with your life and always try and progress and learn dan any final thoughts before we wrap this thing up i just want to make sure that people listening especially touching on sort of the anxiety um and that kind of stemming an element as well from kind of a bit of overwhelm. And then um, also us talking about a deeper why and a purpose to your training, but also how that affects every element of your life and all of this kind of trying together. Just, just not to be overwhelmed by any of this um, and because and and, you know, that, can, that can lead on to you know, forms of anxiety, but to be excited about what is to come in whatever part of your journey you're in because i always say like with anything it's okay to not be okay and the bad times will always be there and the, but the, like a dark cloud it will always pass over and, and things will always things will always work out better in the end so i just want everyone to be aware that um they can where they can find us obviously they, they can find you reach out to me or, or, or to mike on um, on our social medias our, our dms are always open <laughs> um, you know our, our comments are always open and if it's not reaching out to us reach out to someone else don't let yourself get overwhelmed with whatever you're currently going through um, there's always there's always someone there to to listen to you and if and if that's if something's resonated with what we talked about in this podcast then make sure to reach out to one of us um, and we can support you and point you in the right direction 
Absolutely. Very well said, Dan. I will put all of Dan's uh, information, mine, all the quick links. Um, if you want to get a hold of either of us, uh, you'll get a click here. All you got to do is hit the click button real simple and it'll direct you directly to our pages. Dan, I cannot thank you enough for being on the show. I appreciate it um, wholeheartedly. It was a fucking wicked conversation. Uh, I'm glad we could do this. Uh, I know there's many more in our future. I will definitely have you on here um, in the near future, obviously, with a different story because we're going to launch we're going to launch a wicked program, and I know you're going to be a big part of helping me get there. So. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Again, thanks again, Dan, and I appreciate it. And uh, we'll chat at you guys later. Thanks again, everybody, for tuning in to another amazing episode with Mr. Dan Poulter. I enjoyed it. I hope you guys got tons of value out of it. Please write a review, comment, and get on a one-to-one free coaching call with myself or Dan, for that matter. Um, we will put the links below in the show notes. I also will have a link to my private Facebook group where a community of like-minded people banter back and forth, throwing tips, tricks, ideas, all kinds of resources for you guys to use. Take advantage of it. Click the link below for that. Of course, for any online coaching, one-on-one with me, comprehensive, me in your corner, And no, not automated. I mean the real me. Yes, me. Hello. Love you guys. Anyway, thanks for tuning into the episode, you guys. And we'll see you on the next one.